Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 2nd of March, with 304 days ahead of us in this leap year of 2020. And speaking of leap year, which occurs once in every four years to help synchronize our human-created calendars with Earth's orbit around the sun and the actual passing of the seasons, I encourage anyone with an internet connection to see what earthsky.org has to say on the subject of leap years versus common years. I might have mentioned how much I have always wanted to have been born on a leap day, such as the one that happened day before yesterday, so that I could officially say that I was not really 68, but a quarter of those years, actually only 17. What an aid that would be to feeling young. Last night and tonight in the west after sunset, our moon shines in front of the constellation Taurus the Bull, which has as its eye the star Aldebaran, and as its tail the misty star cluster Pleiades, which in Japanese is referred to as Subaru, recognizable as the logo of the vehicle by that name. Tomorrow night and the next night, our waxing moon moves inside the winter circle, composed of six first-magnitude stars. Capella, Pollux, Castor, Procyon, Sirius, Rigel, and Aldebaran. Today in 1836, Texas became independent of Mexico. Today in 1917, the Jones-Shafroth Act granted U.S. citizenship to Puerto Ricans. Today that same year, Russian Tsar Nicholas II abdicated. Today, in 1925, the first formal highway numbering system in the United States was implemented. Today, in 1944, the Academy Awards were presented as part of a variety show hosted by Jack Benny as Master of Ceremonies. Today, in 1965, The Sound of Music, starring Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer, premiered in New York City. Today in 1904, in Springfield, Massachusetts, Theodore Seuss Geisel was born, the son of Henrietta Seuss and Theodore R. Geisel, who worked for the family brewery and was due to become its president on the day Prohibition began. Instead, biographer Ed Morrow tells us, Theodore Sr. became Springfield's superintendent of parks, which included managing the city's zoo, where Theodore Jr. spent many hours watching the animals. Later, as Dr. Seuss, he would remark, I used to hang around there a lot. They'd let me in the cage with the small lions and the small tigers, and I got chewed up every once in a while. Seuss attended Dartmouth, where he majored in English and demonstrated cartooning skills in the student humor magazine. Then he went on to university, Oxford University for a year and traveled throughout Europe, planning to become an English professor. In 1927, he married Helen Marriott Palmer, a schoolteacher he had met at Oxford. After seeing Theodore's work, Helen convinced him he should become an artist, and he began contributing humorous material to magazines. His first success was drawing cartoon ads for the insecticide Flit. All of the cartoons for the product had the same tagline, Quick Henry, the flit, which became a national catchphrase. 
1936, on board a ship to Europe, Theodore's thoughts fell into the rhythm of the ship's engines, and he began stringing together a nonsensical rhyme to fit the rhythm, which, once back in America, he augmented with illustrations, calling the ensemble, And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. For the work, he used the pen name Dr. Zeus. He followed this immediate success with 46 children books eventually, including The Cat in the Hat, Green Eggs and Ham, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Altogether, his works have sold over 100 million copies, although many educators scoffed at Seuss's words, such as Ziffs, Nurkles, and Grinch, saying they would confuse young children trying to learn how to read. Much to the contrary, however, children reading Seuss's works have suffered no ill effects and have enjoyed his books thoroughly. Dr. Seuss, was, Dr. Seuss once observed, I think I have helped kids um, a lot in school and at home. That's enough, isn't it? Adding, I'd rather write for kids. They're more appreciative. Adults are obsolete children, and the hell with them. And so we're in the second day of a month ancient Romans traditionally thought was the beginning of the year, as March marked the beginning of agricultural activities for the year in Italy. This past week, two days in a row here in Orono, we had temperatures that reached into the 50s, Fahrenheit, in February. Many of us might have enjoyed them for the rarity of warmth occurring in an otherwise frigid month, some of us most surely were wondering whether this sort of weather was the harbinger of something larger and not so desirable. In the plus column, people are indeed picking up on climate change, especially here in Down East Maine, where we usually prioritize weather in our daily point of view. Today is also the birthday, in 1793, of Sam Houston, in 1917, of Desi Arnaz, in 1919, of Jennifer Jones, in 1931, of Tom Wolfe, in 1932, of Mikhail Gorbachev, in 1942, of John Irving, in 1943, of Lou Reed, in 1949, of Eddie Money, and in 1962, of John Bon Jovi. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgeways. Here's to a fine early March morning.